0: How we doing everybody today is June 3rd 2021 back again with the Metro podcast the podcast that gives you the hottest topics going on around the sports world today me and my partner will going to be catching up about Joel Embiid little minor meniscus tear, how that's going to affect the 76ers' playoff run. A little Coach K action. Uh, Coach K, Mike Kazeski announced that he's going to be retiring after next season. Uh, Aaron Rodgers and not at OTAs. Is this a surprise, or should Green Bay fans be worried? Logan Paul versus Floyd Mayweather this Sunday. Could Logan Paul, a YouTuber, beat one of the greatest boxers of all time? And a little bit about Chad Ochocinco fighting in his first fight. Also, a little bit of talk about the Colorado Avalanche, as they have won their first six playoff games so far in the playoffs. It is all here on the Metro Podcast. Welcome back to the Metro Podcast. It's your host, Luke Matrinko back with my boy, my partner, Will Wilkinson. What up, what Will? It do. What do they do, man? We got a lot of stuff to talk about on this week's podcast. Uh, first thing we wanted to start out with is talking a little bit about the NBA playoffs. And uh, we first wanted to start out talking about Joel Embiid. Um, if you haven't heard of recent news about him, Joel Embiid has a minor meniscus tear in his right knee and has been listed as day-to-day. last night, but they ended up winning. Um, Will, man, what do you think that's with the 76ers playoff run, if there's a chance they
1: might not have their – MVP caliber player. Well, I mean, obviously against the Wizards in game five, it proved to not be a huge factor. Ben Simmons got the triple-double. Seth Curry put in 30. Tobias Harris put in 28. I mean, they were still balling out. and But, I mean, they were just closing out a series. They weren't going up against second, third-round competition yet. I know uh, – I think they're slated to end up playing – against uh Atlanta yeah Atlanta yeah it, I think it's already <laughs> uh, it's already yeah seven. it is yeah because yeah. they knocked the Knicks
0: out last night exactly so right man to I the mean Knicks. do you think this is gonna affect Philly though against Atlanta um and guys Trey Young and they got uh who they got down low um, Clint Capella yeah Clint Capella that's what I thought yeah I mean you think that's going to be a big difference or you think that the Sixers are just too deep to lose to the Hawks?
1: I don't know. I think I think uh, even if they don't have Joel for, like, maybe the first couple of games, if they got him back mid-series or even, like, early to mid-series, I know he's only day-to-day, so I expect he won't miss an incredible amount of time. But – I think they get him back even mid-series even if they were down 2 to 0 to Atlanta which I don't expect to be the case even without him. I think right. they easily come back and win that series still.
0: Right. This is just this is just a weird injury though cuz I've never really heard like a minor meniscus tear and it only being day-to-day. So like it's really I obviously they're saying day-to-day because it's the playoffs if this was the regular season I'm sure he'd be out for a couple weeks probably but I don't know, man. It's it's going to be interesting to see. I think that Philly is deep enough to be able to win this series still. Um, I mean, as long yeah. as they can contain Trey Young. I'm sure. You think Ben Simmons is going to go one-on-one with Trey Young the whole series? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking too. So, man, I mean, if they can contain Trey Young, I don't even think it really matters to have him, but they're going to need him if they want to beat the Nets for sure. And uh, Oh, yeah. So – I mean, yeah. Talking about that, I guess we can go into that series too now. Uh, Brooklyn and Milwaukee—they both wrapped up their c- series uh, two nights. But uh, man, you think obviously this Brooklyn team is superstar talent. Um, I mean, do you think Milwaukee has any shot of giving them a series? Nets in six. Nets and six. Yeah, I can agree. I can agree with that. Give uh, Giannis two games to you know take over <laughs> and win, but the other four go to James Harden, Kyrie, and KD.
1: I mean i um, like obviously the whole series is gonna be Giannis versus KD. It's <clears throat> I think that's gonna be the matchup. And then I know the Bucks have Drew Holiday who doesn't match up with Kyrie, but like can to a certain degree. I don't know who's gonna stop James Harden. But <clears throat> I mean I, I just I don't see a scenario where the Bucks pull this off. Right. I think it's gonna be yeah, another another tragic playoff run for Milwaukee. Yeah, um, I mean, I
0: think last year might have been a little bit more tragic losing to a team that a lot of people thought they were better than
1: a team, so... who, a team who they swept in the first round this year. Exactly. <laughs> man, what, yeah, that's that is crazy, but man, yeah, I mean,
0: I agree with you. I, I just, dude, this freaking Brooklyn team, man, they're so good. I, I want somebody to beat Kyrie, man. I, I mean, good for James Harden, maybe getting a ring. I, I've always liked KD, but man, I need somebody to beat Kyle. Kind of, I'm more worried about him losing, so I yep. definitely want to see somebody beat him. And man, I don't know who it's going to be. I thought the Lakers maybe would put their uh, put uh, put their team together in the playoffs, but clearly that hasn't happened. Uh, if you saw their game the other night, they lost by 30
1: going into <laughs> uh, going into game. What was it, game five? Now they're yeah, down, dude. So, I. Did I turn that game on at the end of the third quarter, and prior to me being able to actually watch it, I, like, continued to check the score, and I never looked at it one time where they weren't down by 30 or more points. Yeah, that's
0: insane. I mean, is, Le- is not having A- AD in the game that important to the Lakers?
1: Yeah, and I mean, LeBron, like, whenever his team is down like that, it's just like – He's a crybaby. He just doesn't want to play. Like, he's like, wait, he's just defeated. He always just looks defeated. Yeah, man, what's up with that? That he left with five minutes to go, man, that that
0: really (laughs) kind of pissed me off. Why are you going to do that to your teammate? You're supposed to be the leader. I mean, overall, I can understand how LeBron probably is a little frustrated with his role players right now because they're not really giving him any help, and that's the biggest reason why they got their asses handed to them last night or two nights ago, so – I mean, we'll see if they can – if they're able to do something tonight. They're playing in, I believe, in L.A. tonight for game six. Are they going to have Anthony Davis back tonight, or is he still on the bench?
1: Uh, The last report I saw was that he wasn't playing, but I'm sure that could have changed.
0: Right. I mean, they're going to need him. It's a
1: lose tonight. They're done. So, Uh, apparently – Decision up up to team doctors. Right. It's probably so a game-time decision. So. Game-time decision. Exactly. So, I mean, from the stuff, Anthony Davis
0: really tried to play at Game 5, but they wouldn't let him. So, it wouldn't surprise me to see them play him play tonight just because their season's on the line tonight. Um, but, yeah, man, they're going to need him back because clearly LeBron can't do it all himself anymore.
1: But uh, Now, you want to talk about the other game in the West that got played two nights ago? Well, uh, what game is that? My man, Dame Dalla. <laughs> yes, Damian Lillard, baby. 55 points and 10 assists. Sent the game to overtime on a buzzer beater. Sent the game to double overtime on a buzzer beater. And then <laughs> all for C.J. McCollum to catch a pass and step out of bounds and end the like pretty much end the game down by three. God, man. So heartbreaking for Dame, bro. Like, he's been
0: so loyal to the Trailblazers for so many years now, man. I've, I just want to see him win, but it's going to be hard with the guys
1: he's got around him. That's another thing that we could venture into. Like, if they don't do it this year, I don't, I don't know what, like, other than just straight loyalty to that city and that fan base, I don't know what keeps Damian Lillard in Portland.
0: Right. I, I agree with you, man. Obviously, he's not getting any younger, and he's going to want to win at some point. I mean, to this day, I still think he's one of the most underrated players in the league, but, man, they just got to get help around him. I, I know they, they brought Carmelo in, but that's not good enough. They need – I know C.J. McCollum's good, but they need something, man. They need <clears> like, <throat> a, like an MVP-type center on that team,
1: something like that, man, to get a lot more – Yeah, I team. mean, they got – they brought in Norman Powell. They brought in Robert Covington. Nurkic is pretty decent. They brought back in Nez Cantor. But they, it's that those pieces are just not the ones that make the puzzle work.
0: Right, exactly, dude. I mean, dude, imagine, imagine if if uh, if Dame could get like Anthony Davis with him or something.
1: Yeah, that would be just KD. Yeah,
0: I was gonna. That's exactly what I was thinking too, man. If you got Kevin Durant to come to Portland, man, I don't know, that'd be
1: crazy. But Portland is such like a Portland's not a city that attracts talent it's such a small market franchise it's not somewhere that people are like yeah i'm gonna go to portland
0: right no i agree but man i mean if you got a guy like he brings the market so i mean that's why they're gonna try to keep him back of dan's head he's probably thinking he would love to win a championship without bringing these guys with him because, you know, how, like, with Kevin Durant, every championship he's really won is where he had other guys around him and stuff. And I think he wants to win a championship, you know, kind of by himself. But, obviously, that's doesn't really work well unless you're LeBron James, you know. So, I don't know. I mean, it would be really cool to see him get some players around him for sure. But, man, Denver's up in this series 3-2. It's going to be a good one tonight, though. I really do think it's going to be a good Back one Back in Portland. yeah. Uh, they're gonna force Game Seven, hopefully. Um, if not, Denver will take the series. But uh, also wanted to jump into the this Dallas um, series. Dallas is up three two, and they play tomorrow night, and hopefully are gonna be able to knock out Kawhi and the Clippers in the first round. Man, what do you think about that? I love it, Luka yeah. Magic,
1: baby. Oh, I love it too, man. It's great if, to see. The team in the West, I'd love, love to see it be Luca.
0: Yeah, I agree. I, dude, I'm a man, I'm a big Luca fan too, man. He's like our age too. I love it. I mean, it would be really cool to see him knock out Kawhi, and he's gonna have to go. It what it seems like, I mean, in, unless you know Denver or Phoenix blows it, it looks like they're gonna have to go to Utah. And man, I think they
1: could match up fairly well against Utah. Right? Oh yeah, me too. I mean, obviously you're going to see a Luca on Donovan Mitchell pretty much the whole time, and then uh, I guess poor Zingas on Gobert. Yeah, that's interesting. Or Dwight matchups. Powell.
0: <laughs> I I don't I don't see Donovan Mitchell stopping Luca at all, but I know Donovan Mitchell will probably get his against Luca as well too. So man, that could be a fun matchup to watch for sure. Um. But, yeah, I mean, talking Rudy Gobert and Kristaps, uh, man, I mean, who do you think wins that one-on-one matchup, man? I think it
1: might be Gobert. Yeah, I mean, Rudy Gobert is just an a outstanding defensive force, and Porzingis is an offensive forward.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, it definitely would be fun to watch, but, yeah, I think Rudy has the edge on that one. But, man, that, that could look into being a really good series, too. And then you got – if Phoenix takes care of business tonight, um, you got them playing against Denver, most likely. You never know. We'll see what Dame hey, does. Hey. But I know. We'll see what Dame does. I'm excited to watch that, but we'll see what happens for sure. Yeah, Los
1: Angeles is on the brink of being entirely eliminated from the playoffs.
0: I'm sure a lot of people want to see that happen. So, Oh,
1: uh, yeah. I think we
0: should just throw the mortgage on betting on uh, Phoenix the rest of the way. What the De- Devin Booker, man, has been balling, bro. i love been loving watching him play, dude. I think he had like 20, 18, 20 points in the first quarter the other night. And that dude, really kind of started the run to win. How cool them. would it be
1: yeah. to watch? How cool would it be to watch Javon Carter win a ring? In the oh, that would be so
0: awesome, dude! That was really cool seeing uh, him play, and uh, the guy from Maryland too, uh, Jalen yeah, Smith. Yeah, Jalen
1: Smith. Yeah, that was pretty cool to see them play. I never for forget sure. a player with rec specs. Uh,
0: <laughs> absolutely, dude. But um. But yeah, man, uh, that's the NBA fi- or NBA playoffs so far. Uh, we'll be back next week to keep up with what's going on in the NBA playoffs. But uh, now we wanted to get into a little bit of uh, some breaking news from the past day or two. Uh, coach K, Mike Krzyzewski, if you don't know who that is, he's been the head coach for Duke's men ba- men's basketball team for the past what twenty, thirty years now. Um, the king. Uh, he has announced that this upcoming school year will be his last year as a head coach of Duke. Uh, man, he, in his career, he's got a little over 1,100 wins, the most in NCAA history. He's got 97 tournament wins, the most in NCAA history, man. Losing, Duke losing a guy like this, do you think this puts any kind of effect on their program for the future? Um, you know, obviously the ACC is a very, very big – I personally think the ACC – I mean, the Big Ten is getting there too, but I think the ACC is kind of just like how the SCC is for football. So losing your main coach like that, do you think it's going to put any effect on them being able to compete with teams like UNC,
1: Maryland, schools like that? I mean, do you think it's going to put any effect? I think it's going to have – I think it's going to, like, factor into the recruiting process because I know a lot of kids – have gone to Duke to be coached by one of the best coach, like best college basketball coaches of all time, and to learn from somebody like that. Even though a lot of kids now are going to college because they have to, right? I mean, now that you can't just come right out of high school like they were doing when LeBron and KD, or not KD, when LeBron and Kobe and all of them were coming out, they have to go and one and done, and that's what ninety percent of them do when they know they're going to the league.
0: Yeah, I've never really loved that rule. I wish some of these guys could stay a little bit longer. i I feel like college basketball could have been a lot more fun because of that. But I mean, I get it. Obviously, they're trying to make millions of dollars and doing what they want to do with their lives, playing in the NBA. They're dreaming stuff. But man, I mean, I do think this is gonna put some effect on Duke's program. I know they got guys that have been assistant coaches or that are I think one of their guys, I forget his name, is taking the the head coaching role. But yeah, I do think this puts effect. Um But, man, I think this makes UNC more of the powerhouse in the ACC. I mean, what do you think about that?
1: Coach K took the head coaching job at Duke in 1980. Wow. 41 years. Wow. But, yeah, I mean, I think that as far as that whole situation, like, I couldn't even begin to imagine naming a successor for a guy like Coach K. Like, how do you come in and fill that – fill those shoes? Right, that's in what I'm saying. Any other it's, coach. Yeah, it's, it's just not going to
0: happen. It's going to take years to find somebody again like him. I mean, I love guys like John Calipari. I do love Roy Williams. Um, man, Rick Pitino when he was with Louisville. I mean, those guys are great, but, man, nobody's better than head coach. We're better than Coach K, man, so – I definitely think this will put some effect on their program. I feel like a lot more kids are going to, you know. I mean, there's other teams that are growing a lot. I feel like Texas Tech has really gotten a lot better in the past couple years with their program. Um, Obviously, Gonzaga has still been on top. I mean, I don't know, man. I feel like a lot of of players are definitely going to go different directions. So, it'll be interesting to see where Duke's future holds after Coach K is gone for sure, but. I mean, also, I wanted to talk about a little bit, too, was you think uh, a lot more guys are going to kind of pull the LaMelo card and go play overseas and then go play in the NBA now? So they're still getting paid, but they at least have some type of
1: exposure to get themselves in the NBA. I think that we'll see a bigger increase with that. And I also think that if the NBA changes the rules up to allow kids to come out of high school and play in the G League, we'll see a lot more of that. And then, like, still be able to enter the draft. Right. I mean, it really all does (laughs) come down to money. So
0: if, you know, a European league or, like, you know, a Spanish league or whatever like that is going to start recruiting kids from the United States that don't really want to go to college and decide to do that, that just grows a big market um In other countries, too, which can grow the game of basketball a lot. So that would be kind of cool to see for sure. Well, I mean,
1: yeah, you got to think about it. Like, Lucas has been getting paid to play basketball since he was 15. Yeah, that's insane.
0: That is probably pocket
1: change compared to what he's making now. Yeah, I was going to say, in Spain, he probably wasn't making nearly what he's making playing in the NBA. But he's been playing pro basketball since he was a sophomore in high school. That's, that's actually insane. I didn't even realize how long
0: he's been playing. It gives him such an advantage. And it really – I feel like playing in a league like that also can maybe prepare guys a little bit better than actually playing in college because you already had some type of professional level. Obviously, it's not the same skill level as the NBA, but, you know, it's still professional. So, man, I mean, honestly, dude, if, if I had, say, in like, what, 20 years I had a kid – and he was getting recruited overseas to make money, and he had a guaranteed shot of going into the – not guaranteed, but had a great shot of going into the NBA after that, I'd probably send him. I don't know. What about you? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, man, yeah, that'll definitely be interesting to see. And, uh, yeah, we'll keep updated with Duke's program. I'm excited to see where that goes, too. But uh, wanted to change it up a little bit, go from basketball to football a little bit, talk about uh, – no Aaron Rodgers in OTAs and most of his receivers. Well, was this uh, expected or is this a surprise?
1: I mean, I think it's I think it I think it's been expected. I think Aaron Rodgers is done with Green Bay unless something happens in their front office. Because, I mean, he's come out and said that it's completely about the front office and the philosophy of Green Bay far more than it is about Jordan Love, which everybody was like, oh, it's because they drafted Jordan Love. So, uh, Aaron Rodgers doesn't mind having a young backup quarterback. He just hates playing for that organization.
0: Dude, it's just so wild to me that he hates playing. I know, like, all the stuff that's happened behind the scenes that people don't even know about. But, man, it's just so wild to see a guy that's had so much success with an organization, like, have this kind of relationship with a team, man. You would think that they would treat Aaron Rodgers like God. But, I mean, man, the Packers are old-fashioned, so – it kind of doesn't surprise me, and it also surprises me, too. But, I mean, also seeing, like, Devontae Adams and those guys not make it to OTAs, I get it. I mean, obviously, Devontae has proven he's all, he has a roster spot on that team. But, man, being a Packers fan, you got to be pissed, dude. You got to be so pissed. Imagine Lamar or Ben pulling this crap. It
1: I mean, yeah, so but, pissed. like, imagine your front office not – like, not caring about it. Right. Right.
0: Uh, yeah, I mean, you're right. I agree. I know, like, seeing stuff that Matt LaFleur has said to the media saying, like, we're not talking about it and stop asking about it, like, proves. I mean, obviously, he doesn't want to deal with the
1: drama, but they're going to have to or they're not going to have a quarterback. So,
0: Because I and can
1: almost do- say for a fact, knowing both, of, both Pittsburgh's and Baltimore's front offices and how they react to things like this, everything would have been settled before training camp and – Lamar and Ben would have both showed up, in my opinion. Right.
0: I mean, they still. I mean, they still have some time. I mean, training camp doesn't start till the end of uh, July. OTA, so. What is
1: this OTAs? Right.
0: OTAs a little mini camp they got going on right now. So, I mean, I don't know. It's going to be kind of exciting to see, man. Obviously, we're still waiting on the Julio trade. Um, cannot wait to see where he goes on that. But yeah, Rodgers out, out
1: apparently. Really? Is that yeah. new? Yeah. Apparently, we like said we're out. Wow.
0: I mean, I, I think he's going to New England, bro. I hate to say it, but I think he's going to New England. Dude, the favorite, the,
1: the favorite in Vegas is Tennessee. Really? Yeah.
0: I mean, I could see that too. That That's what I said last week when we talked about it on here. I and know. It's Tennessee. Oh, yeah. So I mean, man, we'll, we'll see. Uh, It'll be definitely very interesting to see. I hope you guys have
1: to play them in the freaking playoffs. <laughs>
0: yeah, I'm good. I <laughs> who, knows even, who knows if we're even gonna make it? So I mean, I do I do think that the media is sleeping a little bit on the Steelers, but I'm not gonna sit here and act like we're a Super Bowl contender either. So but but yeah, back to Rodgers, man. Um I mean, do you think he's gonna, you know? Find a new team before September? I don't know where he would go is the thing. That's what I'm saying. Like, I've heard
1: Denver maybe. And Denver, Why would he go to Denver?
0: Yeah, I know. It, exactly.
1: I, I, <laughs> oh, you think I've you're going to go there and turn that organization around? Have fun, buddy. Have I mean, fun. Yeah. Dude,
0: imagine him in, uh, in Miami. He's got Please. weapons in Miami. They'd win dude. a Super Bowl. Yeah, they might. I mean, dude, think about it. Who wouldn't want to live in Miami, one? And two, he's got all these new weapons. They just got Jalen Waddle. They got all these other guys around. Will they Fuller. Got de- yeah, they got Will Fuller. They got a good defense. I mean, I wouldn't really want him to come to the AFC, but if he's got to, I'm in mean, yeah. Miami.
1: Yeah, can- we we just got rid of Tom. We don't need Aaron.
0: <laughs> exactly, man. <laughs>
1: Oh, my God. Yeah,
0: all these quarterbacks need to stay away. Tom Brady's
1: been terrorizing the NFC for 20 years. We finally got rid of (laughs) him. And he does it the first year in the NFC. Oh, my
0: God. Um, But, yeah, man, definitely interesting to see what Aaron's going to do for sure. But uh, another thing we wanted to talk about today was Logan Paul is fighting against Floyd Mayweather this Sunday. For some reason, it's not Sunday, Sunday,
1: Sunday, Sunday.
0: And... Our man Chad Ochocinco is also Chad- fighting,
1: too. <laughs> Shout out.
0: Yeah, what is good, dude? That, honestly, I honestly think I'm more excited to see Chad Ochocinco fight than this.
1: Said he's doing it for the bag, man. He just wants <laughs> the money. Dude, he doesn't even need the damn money, too. He, he, said, money he, for it. he said, I. this isn't like a direct quote, but he said, like... Oh, you guys are gonna give me a million dollars to go in there and fight for like six rounds against some guy who nobody's ever heard of? I'll do it. I, I,
0: that's what I was gonna say. Who the, hell is Brad, <laughs> who the hell is Brad Maxwell? Like, who who is that guy? Have you even heard of him?
1: Guy who's gonna get his ass beat by Shadow go. <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: my god, dude!
1: <laughs> that's great. Dude, when uh, I see that dude. man walk out into a boxing ring, I might lose it a little bit.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, dude, he's gonna have that intro. What kind of intro music? Dude, if Vegas has gotta put money like on a bet on what music he walks out to, <laughs> what would you guess? Oh my gosh.
1: <laughs> dude, I'm thinking maybe some like fifty cent or something like that. Wasn't <laughs> he didn't he have like a didn't he try like having a rap career? I've never heard about it. I would love to hear about it, though, if it's true.
0: I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, correct. But back to the Logan Paul Floyd Mayweather fight, man. I don't even really know how to take a full on real take on this, but man, what do you think's gonna happen on this one, dude? (laughs) I
1: just Floyd Mayweather. Floyd Mayweather isn't Floyd Mayweather isn't the goat, but he's one of the best of all time. It's not Muhammad Ali. I was gonna say you can't. He's not Iron Mike Muhammad Tyson. Ali. Yeah. But he is one of the best boxers of all time. 50 and 51 in no The 50 and 0 or 51-0? Something like that. Do you just imagine having that record for so many years and
0: this freaking YouTube guy comes in and is the first guy to beat you? There is no way in hell Floyd Mayweather is gonna let this guy beat him.
1: Well, we dude, just... the thing, the thing about it. Is how uneven the size matchup is. Yeah, I did see that. Do you know exactly what it is? Floyd Mayweather is like 5'8, <laughs> and Logan Paul's like 6'3. Oh
0: my God. <laughs> so, what is that? A seven inch difference?
1: And Logan Paul's also like a hundred, he's, there- he's going to be like 190 pounds uh, on Fight Night. You, you said they're both going to be 190? No shot Floyd's going to be 190. Floyd yeah, hasn't been about, 190 ever. That's what I was about to
0: say, dude. Damn, he's probably, what, like 140 on a good day? <laughs>
1: Soaking wet. Yeah, dude, that's wild. He's a big dude, but it doesn't mean he's going to be able to hit Floyd, though. No, I mean, yeah, that's the thing. You have to be able to hit him. I Floyd's going to hit Logan.
0: Yeah, for sure, dude. He's gonna dance with him though. He's definitely gonna mess with him a lot. Uh, he's gonna mess with Logan a lot. I I don't know, man. I feel like this could turn into a fight where Logan Paul might get a little frustrated because he's not
1: getting the hits that he wants. So speaking dude. about Paul's fighting, do you see who Jake Paul signed to fight? Yeah, uh, say his
0: name. Uh, it's in August. It's like Tyron Augustine. Woodley. Yeah, Tyron Woodley. Um, the I end
1: didn't... of Jake Paul's fighting career is scheduled for August 28th. <laughs> I will quote you on that for sure. But uh, you tell me
0: about it, though. What do, you, what do you think your predictions on that, since we're talking about
1: it? Tyron Woodley's a former interim uh, welterweight champion in the UFC. He yeah. can fight. And he's not just a wrestler like Ben Askren was.
0: <laughs> that was the biggest joke of a fight I've ever seen in my Tyron life. Tyron
1: Woodley's going to walk into that boxing ring against Jake Paul and knock him out. With and ease. that's on God, that's on God, <laughs> and my mama.
0: I mean, dude. I mean, from everything I've seen, I mean, I don't see why you wouldn't be wrong.
1: You know what? Hey. When, when we're when we're done recording this, I go on YouTube, look up Tyrone Woodley's fighting highlights, and then text me. Text me what you see. <laughs> text me what you think. You let yeah. me know. <laughs> All right,
0: I definitely I definitely will do that for sure. But uh how many rounds if you had to do a prediction on how many rounds this fight on Sunday is going to go with Logan and Floyd. What how many rounds you think?
1: I think it's an 8-round fight, 8 3-minute rounds. Um I'll say 4. 3-minute rounds.
0: You say Logan, you're saying
1: 4 rounds. Yeah, Logan can't go the distance. He's already shown that. He's he'll he'll gas before they get close to 8. So Okay. Uh, yeah. Just, yeah,
0: that that's what I'm thinking too. I think I really think Floyd's just gonna dance with him, you know, like dodge a lot of his punches and stuff for the first couple of rounds, but then yeah, man, he's gonna put Ryan,
1: it away Ryan Ryan Garcia told the world to bet on Logan Paul. Really? Yeah. Huh.
0: You think he's just saying that to mess with people or has he got something that he uh that he knows that no one else kind of I
1: don't know, man. He was standing next to Logan Paul when he said it. Yeah, he, apparently Ryan Garcia has been a part of Logan Paul's training team for this one. Wow. I mean, dude, man, it's going to obviously it's going to blow up. It's going to be one of the biggest box office
0: pay-per-view fights that the world has seen, which is crazy because this guy's a
1: YouTuber. But man, I mean,
0: I guess dude, that's the YouTube, way it is now.
1: YouTube boxing is where the money is. It's
0: actually ridiculous, man. Dude, I just feel bad for the guys that have been boxing for years since they were little, probably trying to make it to this stage or whatever. And then you got guys like Logan Paul and Jake Paul coming in and taking all the fame from everybody. I mean, it's gotta be frustrated, but I mean obviously, dude, Logan and Jake, a lot of people don't like them, but dude, they're so smart, man.
1: So well, that's smart, why they dude. that's why they sell. Exactly. And they yeah. know how to sell fights. Right. And dude, and
0: that, that gotcha hat thing or whatever, that little Logan- <laughs> Thing. Dude, that was the fakest thing I've ever seen in my life. Jake I, I got that know.
1: tattooed on him.
0: Yeah, I did see see that. I mean, what do you, I mean? Do you think that was fake?
1: You think it was staged? I think it was staged. I Man, it seemed really staged. I don't know, dude. That <laughs> one of Floyd's bodyguards shocked Jake in the face. Oh, for real?
0: Yeah. Ah, <laughs> oh, shit. I don't know why. I thought I. I I didn't even know about that, but man, I don't know. It just from the video that I saw, it just seemed like maybe it could be a little staged. But uh, the only reason I have suspicion on it is because that Ben Askren fight was so staged, dude. A lot of people that were there, like Portnoy, I heard him say on a podcast the other day, like saw him actually get hit in the face, and he he swears that that guy really got knocked out and it wasn't staged. But I don't know, man. It, it seems a little something seems like a little fishy about that. About that, so I don't know. Obviously, it's all for money, but man, it'll it'll be exciting to watch. I'm definitely going to yeah, watch. Yeah, Ben over. said
1: Ben said the same thing. He's just in it for the bag.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what most people are doing with this fight. Like you know, you ever see like the stuff on Instagram with like Dylan Danis? He's always commenting stuff about Jake Paul trying to get him to fight him. Oh yeah. Yeah, dude, it's all about money. It's just honestly ridiculous, man. I don't
1: know. I mean, it's cool to watch.
0: It's definitely exciting to watch, and they're great at hyping it up. But
1: Well, you I saw guess... Jake Paul pulled up on Dylan Dennis when he was, like, doing this thing outside, like, a training center, and, like, they were started throwing stuff at him. Yeah, they were, like, a pickup truck or something like that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's wild. So you're definitely taking Floyd to win though. Or are you or are you changing that?
1: I mean no, I think it's like I think it's stupid not to. It's stupid not to. I agree.
0: Alright, yeah, we're both taking Floyd. We're putting the house on Floyd. And <laughs> hey, you're saying four rounds? Yeah. I'm I'm gonna say he gives him five. I'm gonna say five. So we'll see how that goes for sure but uh yeah one more thing that we wanted to talk about a little bit was the NHL playoffs and the one team that we wanted to focus on because our capitals are cuz the
1: are- Colorado Avalanche are rolling
0: rolling they are rolling man i mean honestly they could have lost last night to Vegas vegas played a really good game after losing that losing to them in game 1 7 to 1 they took them to overtime they outshot uh they outshot Colorado, but Colorado was, end up, was able to put a goal in the back of the net in the overtime. But, man, 6-0 and in the playoffs, and they're getting their enforcer back after the eight games are up. So, in two games, they got uh, Nazem Khadri. How do you say his name again? Kadri Kadri Nazem Khadri after eight-game suspension. So, two more games, they got their
1: enforcer back, too, man. I mean, you think the Colorado can go all the way this year? I don't want to see them go all the way, but. Is looking more and more likely as time goes on. I mean, Tampa Bay is going to give them a run.
0: I mean, who knows if Tampa Bay will actually make it there because they're going to be hurting from the opponents that they got to play right now. But, man, I mean, Tampa Bay's got a great goalie, and I think that's really the only team that's going to stop Colorado. But, man, it's – Colorado is rolling, bro. I, I was looking at the uh, the goals or whatever on how many goals they have and uh, how many goals they have allowed, and it's
1: ridiculous the difference that it is. So, I mean, who That's, do you think's going to come out of the East and who's going to come out of the West?
0: I mean, personally, I think Colorado is going to do it in the West and uh, Tampa Bay Lightning are going to do it in the East.
1: I mean, what do you think? Would you – I – dude – I know they knocked this out four to one, but I'd love to see Boston. Yeah. Make it. I feel like I've just seen so much about
0: the Bruins over the years winning that I wouldn't really want to see it. <laughs> I think I'd rather see the Islanders win because they got Barry Trotz, the guy that was the head coach when the Cats won the cup
1: in 18. No, um, that's why I wouldn't want to see that happen. Really? Yeah, I don't to even hell with was, Barry Trotz.
0: Dude, I don't know if it was his fault, though, why he left uh, Washington, though. I think they just didn't sign him back. So, I don't know. But yeah. I
1: guess you got a point,
0: though, too. Yeah, it. but the
1: Lightning play the Kings tonight. Bruins play the Islanders tonight. Yeah. And then, uh Avs Knights game three is tomorrow. And uh Jets, Canadians game two is tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, that's what I love about playoff hockey. Anything can happen,
0: but I mean, if you go chalk and just look at the, the how well these both of these teams are doing, I don't see how anybody's going to beat them. So it would, it, it probably will go down as a really, really good Stanley Cup final too, which will be fun to watch
1: for sure. But yeah, I, mean, I think I think no matter who's going to be in the final, it'll be a seven game final. Yeah, I agree. The only thing that might be hurting. Dude, I don't
0: know, man. I just think Tampa Bay has a harder ride to the Stanley Cup Finals, but I don't know, man. It's going to be definitely really interesting to see. Well, I think
1: the NHL is kind of like the reverse of the NBA. I've always thought that the like Eastern portion was far more competitive than the West. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. In the East, you have the New York teams who have historically been competitive. The Rangers and the Islanders, and then you have the Canes, uh, the Caps, the Penguins. I mean, it's just it's like the Battles and the
0: Bruins, yeah. It's yeah, stacked. the whole
1: like metropolitan division is just you don't like it's just not teams that the West is used to playing against. And it's also, I think, far more physical. Oh, right. Once whoever wins that that metropolitan uh Side
0: Usually as a team, I feel like that always makes it all the way. So it's a good point. Yeah, exactly. So, but yeah, man, uh, I'm very, very excited to see how this NHL playoffs uh, ends up. Obviously, it sucks. Caps aren't there, but, you know, it is what it is. So can't win them all. But yeah, that's uh, that's about it for what we got today on the Metro podcast. Thank everybody for listening, and uh, we'll be back next Thursday for another episode. See you guys.
1: Peace.